0: Warning, the Happy Ending Pod Show is a couple of guys with microphones on a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It was all in fun and not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing
1: during our broadcast. Thank you and enjoy.
2: Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show starring Grant and B3. Once
1: upon a time, there was a functional recluse named Bob and he met someone named Grant. And he didn't give a fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Two guys drinking way too much decided to record
1: it for your amusement. One day, Grant goes, Bob, you should get out of your hermit shell and come over and hang out. I have good beer and good music. The origin of the Happy in Cloud Show. <laughs>
2: Take it away, boys.
0: And
1: the rest is what I remember. History. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was perfect.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show, I'm Grant, I am here with my lovely wife, Samantha, and as usual, the Bearded Wonder B3 is also here, we got a a COVID Skype interview going today, Um, you know, we're not socially distancing on purpose, it's just one of those days. Um, Now, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Bob, you and I, uh, over the course of the year, we've gotten to meet some dominatrix through the show, we've gotten to speak to... Several, but most of them are from Europe. Yes, that's correct. We spoke to Dominate Me magazine. We spoke into Dark Side magazine. And even Dominate Me was in the United States, but even they said about most of their contributions and stuff come from Europe. Well, I was lucky enough to find out there's one right next door. (laughs) (laughs) Right in our backyard. Yes. Yep. (laughs) That is. And I mean Philadelphia, Pennsylvania folks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Lady Rouge to the Happy Ending Pod Show. Oh my God. Uh, okay, let's do this right now. How are you, dear?
3: How are you? I'm, I'm doing great,
0: actually. Uh, we've been better. Skype, of course, is uh, a pain in the ass. <laughs> it
3: is. It really is.
0: Do you do much Skype uh, with your business? Do you, uh, like, because I know, yes? I'm... I do, and particularly,
4: uh, I think during last year it was more because when everything went downhill, the in-person business just went boop, no more. We all had to transition into more cyber work. So, if you didn't know about it, you had to. If you didn't do it, then you were just not going to have the income. So... You know, we kind of we were like liquid. We we're just sink through the the gaps wherever we can sing to, we did. Okay. So I, I became more aware, just more gadgets, and I really don't like it.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it, the stuff's convenient when it works. <laughs> it is how how annoying is that with with a clientele, and you're having cut off and.
4: You try to do your best I'm, I'm on skype for private sessions and stuff like that i'm also on Netflix, which can be an um, issue because you, you're counting on con- connectivity via the master board and often they're just connectivity issues or, or people just overall you know there's no personal connection you're getting connected by a big machine and it's asking the client, Do you want to add more money to this Dom at a rate
3: of this? Nobody wants to be told that.
0: Yeah. So they just go, Ah really. That that kinda of, that kinda of cuts off the whole the whole flow when that voice comes on, When you have to add another five dollars for two and it's like, yeah, it's like your mom just it caught spoils the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like your mom just caught you with a magazine.
4: that be your grandmother.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> why
1: is my grandmother asking for more money so I can continue? <laughs> That's why she keeps
0: giving you money. That's
1: why <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um,
0: how, how did uh, how did you get into this line of business? Um, how, you know, physically,
4: how. I mean, I grew up being very dominant. I'm just a dominant person. I'm comfortable in my own skin. Mm. I grew up wrestling people, pretty much punishing boys ever since. I protected girls against boys. That was my natural mission. And once I learned I can make money doing it, (laughs)
0: literally
4: went, went, and went.
0: And you don't have to protect anybody. (laughs)
4: Uh, I have to protect myself.
0: Okay. Would
4: you, uh, a safety question, but we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lady Rouge, did I say it right? Hi, Judy. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Judy made it. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, we, we've only been on for about five minutes. You haven't missed a whole lot uh, other than me screwing up her name four times. Uh. right. <laughs> I'm going to get beat for it, probably. Uh. <laughs> okay so where did where did it start then how did okay so you were you're a dominating person you were beating up boys forever or or protecting girls how who got you into this line who said hey you know
3: i'll tell you who okay art oh um so art inspired you to get into this but like what kind of art more or less like what are you (laughs) into I studied animation
4: subsequently fine mm-hmm. art subsequently classical music and just about every aspect of art classical or um, modern art which is derived from classical art it I mean I number one I looked at naked people for a good 10 years okay then with my eyes measuring them appreciate the form appreciate everyone. In, in their originality, I, I kind of got desensitized. I modeled as an art model myself to support mm-hmm. myself. So um, you learn to appreciate people. You learn to get to see all aspects of people coming from all walks of life. And then naturally, you know, you're poor artist. So you're like trying to just get to things. I had a sense of curiosity and I was introduced to it pretty much when I was in our school. You know, things while things happen. Nothing illegal.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so I got introduced to, I would say, um, first, that was the physical presence of me being in the, in, in the realm of this world. And then I thought, this is great. Everybody loves it. The important thing is, people enjoyed what they did. I enjoyed watching them enjoying it. Okay. It was a wonderful euphoria. It, there was nothing um, there was nothing weird about it.
3: So I would say art took me into it. Yeah, so it makes it, it makes it more beautiful. You appreciate it more because you have like that art kind of eye. Yeah. I was
2: gonna That's say beautiful. so your sessions, you're creating artwork with whoever you're yeah. in the session with, correct? That's
4: right. Because they're a canvas, they walk in and they are new, they didn't know what to do with you, you're a canvas to them, they're a canvas to you, mm-hmm. and then you have a good dynamic other. That dynamic, no, it's not going to be artwork. It's not going to be good artwork. It's not sincere. It can be transactional, like you buy a piece of work from Walmart. It's fine. It's been produced a thousand times. You're okay with it, but it doesn't have the art, the heart and soul in it. I like that
0: a lot. That just means yeah. You
4: can study our history. It's all perversion.
0: No, well,
4: it, sex, uh, hate, revenge. Um, um, what's the other angry? thing? Yeah, um, and at
0: the end of the it, day, it's all sex. Yeah. Everything's fine. You, you, i mean—you can trace back history, Stone Ages. They were drawing each other, either fighting or making love on the side of caves.
3: That's right.
0: So uh, That's right. it's what—it's the two. One of the two things humans are known for in nature, I guess. I prefer the sex part. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the difference? <laughs> I prefer the beauty and the nudity part. That's what I prefer. Right. Uh, yeah, that's
4: all part all part
0: of it. Yeah, yeah. Even like the the, the Playboy magazine or the or the Penthouse, it's still artistic photos. You know, there's still an artwork in that. The the, yeah. the body is an art form. Uh, it's.
3: Yeah, whatever
4: you want when you can do whatever you want when you are looking at a beautiful, sexy woman. Um, she's provoking you do to, to think about things and is she getting where she wanted yes she does because you are you know,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your blood's pumping yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking like even classical works of art how many women are the milkmaid with the breast hanging out as she's I don't know taking care of, I, I can't think of the name of the painting oh that,
4: that has always hmm. been the motive of art. Is that it's so beautiful, so pure, and you let it expose itself. And then people can interpret that breast however they want. They can see it as a mother's breast. They can see it as a pure seduction. And then you can put it however you want. At the end of the day, it's just a simple human body exposing themselves. Mm-hmm. It's the natural thing. It's the most yeah. natural thing one can imagine.
0: But if your mind is
4: dirty, there we go.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, that doesn't <laughs> hurt. Most of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I was also going to say, too, like uh, the, the statues of David, where, the, I mean, the body is just cut, you know, I mean, it's not a turn on to me, but others might look at it and see, you know, it's an, it's, uh, an amazingly sculpted statue of, of the human man. Uh, Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's
4: a proud statement of humanity and what men are at their prime, what they represent. Although they do, they did have to give it a smaller penis because it would be too
5: distracting.
4: (laughs) But I think it's still big. You stand beneath it. It's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) proportionally though, it's smaller than it needed to be. but. In contrast, the wrists are are bigger if you look at them. That's sort of exaggerated, but they didn't want the penis to, like, in your face.
0: Okay, okay.
4: Politics of uh, fine art, I guess.
0: Yeah, well...
3: Respectfully.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the sculptor was keeping it modest. Uh, (laughs) It also reminds me of the line from Naked Gun where you assaulted her with a concrete dildo. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> if you never saw the movie where it's going to go you have to forget it uh, did, you, <laughs> did you have any influences when you were I mean when you just you start how did your training go how did this because you can't just hop into being a dom I mean you might say hey, that's what I want to do but uh, did they, they didn't just hand you a paddle and a whip and say here you go go to town how did yeah. that how did that
1: begin for you? Right after orientation, here you go. <laughs> you
4: can but you're going to have a really rough time if that's the case. So, funny, when I was in my undergrad, right, I'm trying to graduate and do something, because everyone in our school, you're trying to do your thesis, you're trying to do something that's amazing, unique, different from others, speaks of you, and I was like, I like to go to a sex dungeon, or a BDSM dungeon, to sit at the corner and draw what is because to me it's so personal it's so extreme it's so beautiful with the lighting with the gesture mm-hmm. with with the line of action everything is so intense so here's what I did I don't think I told many people that because it's so stupid um, <laughs> I researched the dominatrixes in Philadelphia I don't remember who I contacted. But I contacted one professional. I wrote, oh, yes, my name is blah, blah, blah. I'd like to see if you teach seminar. I'm thinking I'll reach out to this person as an artist myself. We're sort of, you know, give and take, right? You, you help each other. I'm thinking I can sign up for a sem- uh, seminar class, go in there, negotiate myself, a way that I can do things for free and I can just sit in the corner, watch her do her things. Wasn't that simple? No, I got a response. like uh, She was very much in the persona, she um, said something to the extent of respect the, this or this, and I was like, okay, <laughs> sorry. I just wanted to see if you teach a seminar,
5: mm-hmm. mm. and
4: that led to nothing because I was too terrified. I didn't really know the rule. You know, it's like, am I? Suppo- how am I supposed to? Re- so I didn't really pursue that. And a decade after, I decided I discovered a dungeon right not far from me. I'm like. That's a sign. Right there. I'm going. But you can't just put yourself in a dungeon, right? So it took me some time. I started doing some lifestyle works, watch people do things online, study things. And when I gathered enough courage, I reached out to a pro-dom. Her name is Mistress Liddith. She had been playing out of this dungeon for quite some time. I reached out to her, followed her protocol. It's very important for you to follow the protocol of the dominatrix. Because number one, it's a way for her to evaluate how sincere and committed you are. Because if you're not, you can be a flake. If you're flake, you can be dangerous. And danger can be life and death within a second. I reached out to her. I had a conversation. I paid a tribute to her. We had a conversation on, on the phone. I explained to her my situation. I'm like interested. She mentored me. Um, to the point, I got to sit into her session at a very corner in all black. I sat there,
3: watched,
4: uh, to, watched her doing what she did. It was life changing. It was very, um, I did not expect it. You, you kind of sort of had an idea what happens in sessions, and I just, I witnessed one. I go, well, okay, okay. I'm, I'm still good. I'm still with it." And she mentored me, and I got my start from there.
0: Very. What was your first impression? What was that like? I don't know what she did for your while you sat in there your first time, but was it something that made you, you know, your eyes open? You were that oh my God factor? Um,
4: the client was a non binary client. It was not something I expected. I'm thinking, oh, either, you know, mostly are male. I'm just going to watch and, and, it was just a wonderful, powerful session. It was the first time I got to see something I never witnessed in close uh, quarter. Um, I was terrified for a few moments because the sound, the reaction, and I just you didn't know where it's going to go. So you just waited for it to happen to you as a witness. Um, I, I, it's, it can be terrifying. And I was for
0: a moment, terrifying. Okay, I I, I can completely understand that. I be, um, I have I've seen some of your videos, and I there's no way I could bring my there's no way. <laughs> there's a way. No, no. no. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: well, that's fine. It's I've seen other stuff. It's just like no, no. <laughs> How, would a, how does a first session go for you? How does, like, somebody off the street, hey, I, I'd like to do this, I don't know what I'm into, how do you walk somebody through that?
4: It's all very technical. You, if you find me on my website or Twitter or Instagram, you will then fill out an application where it has all the questionnaires, are you new, uh, what type of session, what time, what date, um, what are you into, what are you not into such and then when you submit it to me i look at it i go okay this is probably a genuine application because trust me i get a lot of you just know like I'm, i want to have a five-hour session 2025 let's wait <laughs> let's wait 2025 to talk about that yeah. so when i get an application i look and then respond immediately or whenever i can with thank you for you know submitting an application you've submitted this and this and day are you If you're committed, then let's have a Skype conference just like this. Mm -hmm. I need to be my playmate in person uh, prior to seeing you in my private space. And I think it's good for the person to see me to know that I'm real. I will communicate. And if you are going to get gagged and blindfolded by me and spanked or whatever, you know you're in good hands. You're not being you're not being exposed or blackmailed, and if that still is your concern, then I can't help you.
2: There has to be some trust.
4: Yeah, I,
0: trust. yeah. Well, oh, that and has to be a hundred percent of the whole thing. I mean, is trust.
2: I think the interview would be great. So that way, like you said, you know if you can trust that person or feel comfortable with them as the dominatrix.
4: It's crucial. It's crucial. I want I want that person become. I want my clients to be comfortable with me. You no know, I'm real. It's very important because there's so many scammers online. They say I've been scammed. I go, was this woman very hot? Unbelievably hot. Okay, did you see her head? Of no. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. she's uh, a <laughs> go figure.
0: <laughs> I would feel that like you meeting them also would be to benefit you and to, to make sure you're safe. Because you don't know what yeah. kind of nut job could walk in off the street.
2: You really
4: don't. Yeah. And luckily, enough, so far, a hundred percent of my clients and my experience have all been positive. Some better than others, but I've never had one incident. I'm not, not willing to take chances. I'm not willing to play safe by play risky or, or for money. It just it's not worth it.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to.
4: I want to. Act. Never let down. Never compromise. Your protocol over something? Oh well, I've never done this. Um, I offer a thousand dollars. How hell are you offer a thousand dollars? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here!
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I read it.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, because there are those people out there that you just that, yeah, it is such yeah. a tough world. Uh, another thing, I think we've Bob and I have learned they're very uh, when it comes to dominatrix and femdom. Uh, and uh, that they're, yeah. they're your clients are very loyal.
4: There can be, I don't expect any loyalty, but it is appreciated mm. and it's considered by your loyal. I do. I have met friends, all of clients. Um, but again, I don't, I don't expect loyalty because today's society, we can shop in Amazon for ten years over its benefits, but next thing, something else pops out. That's better than Amazon work, but it also motivates me to, to have a better business practice, better communication with people, because loyalty is to be built, right? You have to build it.
5: Mm-hmm, it's a process. Mm-hmm.
4: So I do appreciate loyalty, but I don't expect it.
0: Uh, well, we've. Uh, it seems in this in the BDSM world, though, that that is a very uh, – the, the few that we've interviewed over the course of a year and a half or spoken with, and we haven't spoken to like hundreds. But their clientele is strictly to them, um, and when we, when you shared on uh, social media the other day that you're going to be on our show, your followers and, and uh, your clientele, I'm, I'm assuming they quickly checked us out to make you know and, and followed us and made hey, sure. Sh- no. <laughs> yeah. So that's how, like, we knew right away. It was like, this We, we, Bob and I learned out instantly that, wow, they, they, this is a loyal community. They don't, you know, it, it's not something you can just waltz in and let anybody in. And, and it, you know, you have to have that trust. You have to have that respect.
4: In terms of community, yes. The loyalty is there. And some people grow up with this loyalty. Some people grow older with this loyalty. Some people inter- into this community, and they become an, an, a seasoned kinkster. So in terms of community, yes, we have a fairly close, close-knit close community in Philadelphia, and people come from Jersey, Delaware, D.C., or even other states, and you have a um, fairly solid group. And I would say if I know Adam, she, she and I, even if we don't know each other in person, we would have some mutual clients that we share Their friends. So yes, in that.
5: Okay, okay.
2: Now, do you currently have a
4: protege? My latest protege is Mrs. Schmash. She um, reached out to us, FamDom uh, Philadelphia, and I interviewed her. She was very sincere, and we the step by step program. She had to actually sit in my session and she had to assist me. And then, you know, just by a lot of it's by vibing. Do, do you have a good vibe? Are you on time? Are you punctual? Do you have a good attitude? Can I make sure that you're not going to be a liability? I think at the end of the day, is if you're going to make a friend, you don't want that friend to know too much that when this person becomes a liability, that you it, it's, it messes up your life, especially in this world. So we have to be extra cautious. Mm-hmm. And Ms. Bishmash has just been a great force, added on force to this whole community. I don't mentor people mm-hmm. Number one, I don't have the energy, the time, I, and I just frankly don't have it in you. I, I, I don't want to waste my time.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay.
2: Sorry. <laughs> well, I have a question. <laughs> On your website, I saw that your sold out item was a pair of uh, nicely worn uh, hosiery. <laughs> Do you, Is that yeah. something that people often purchase from you? They just need that, I should say, your hot commodity? <laughs> <laughs>
4: The stocking is always really well-demanded by mm-hmm. the community, um, even from overseas. Because um, how else are people going to get a piece of you? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I love them, but I just thought, that's, that's sold out. To <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my surprise as well. I mean, I'm not
4: trying to make a business out of it, but I put it out there so you can get an order to be like, oh great, right, guess what? When do you want me to start wearing it? When do you want me to take it off? I, guess I actually got a sealer for that purpose. The hot um, vacuum sealer. Uh-huh. I mean, you can use it for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but I want to make sure it's freshly preserved.
2: The medication.
0: That's crazy.
2: I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I sold out
3: more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Probably why the community is so loyal. Look at this. Like, you got personal connection. Absolutely. I mean,
4: we make it as personal as we can.
0: So. Yeah. That's how long? Uh, how long have you been doing this?
4: About three and a half years.
0: Oh, is that? okay. Yeah. Wow. So pro,
4: pro um, lifestyle. I've been just lurking. I've been a lurker. <laughs> okay. But it's pick yourself up. It does. You have to get the community's trust. You can't fuck up. You have to help out. Help yourself, and you have to try to make a change that's positive.
3: I just wanted to ask, do you feel like you found your niche? Is this something that you want to stick with and do for a while?
4: I'd love to stick with it, but just by sticking with it doesn't mean I have to, you know, um, stick with the same type of business model. I want to go bigger. Okay. I want to support the community by really having the means to support the community, which is money, which is why I'm doing all these things to try to, like, Help the community by actually giving them money, giving them access to things. You can't just, you know, blow up slogans all day. You have to actually do something.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you enjoy doing? Oh.
4: <laughs> well, my number one is always hands down impact play, corporal punishment. It's my favorite. Uh, full body beat down. That's really great. DBT with full (laughs) body.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Too
1: fast. You just said full full body (laughs) beatdown. She just glossed over that.
4: I need my aggression to be taken out of someone.
0: So, a human punching bag?
4: Yes, but carefully selected human punching bag.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
4: But they the
0: white envelope with all the tribute ready. Oh, pull that, looking like the Sopranos episode. All right, um, <laughs> or the
1: wedding scene in Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot well, of. Be,
4: but I'm not
0: going to shoot you in the back of the head. <laughs> 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 uh, just in case Bobby she calls to make you a made, become a made man I wouldn't go uh, no. <laughs> um so, okay so I'm sorry now back to back to your list of uh, what you like to do because you I mean as soon as I heard that one I I, I blacked out uh, <laughs> uh, what else was there that you, you what else is your your top of your uh, your favorite things to do
3: what In
4: the realm of impact play, spanking, caning, flogging is good. Caning is probably my favorite because it's very quiet. It's deadly. You cane with this little nice acrylic thing that's really cute, and it lands on your flesh. You just feel this moment of coolness or warmness followed by this excruciating pain. Oh, my
3: God. And then
4: your body just starts to crumble down. Because then your your system kicks in, your nerve system kicks in, right? You're trying to decide, am I in danger? Then you, you have to fight with your brain. Go, I'm not in danger. I'm actually enjoying myself. I'm letting myself go. I'm letting myself being punished and given away. But that the, the executioner must be calm, collected, and in control of the situation. Otherwise, you lose it before for done. Beating up each
0: other. Yeah, you don't want somebody who's uh, like they're chopping down a tree to be caning your rear end. Um,
4: that You yeah. need to know you're in good hands. You yeah. need to know that the person's not going to really harm you. We know we're to hit, we're not to hit. Use red. Red? Safe word, it's also important that we're... Oh, say sh- okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless you react then you have to do it with the negotiation. Everything's pre-negotiated. So once I know what to do, then I can really do it. Otherwise, I have to stop and say, well, I have to re- regroup. Wow. <laughs> but hands down, um, what else? Full body be down. I just want to clarify. It doesn't just mean due to the... If you've seen the um, the Billions, remember the beginning scene of Billions? It's an HBO show. Okay. I've never, it's by, what's his name? Like, play the New York um, Attorney General. God. But anyway, the show started with him fully constrained with a dominatrix stabbing over him, right? So you're like, oh, wow, look at that. Turns out that he has this thing for full body beat down and then his wife, who is a psychiatrist, is also an underground dominatrix and that's how it goes. And he gets literally beat down. I mean, he gets this dominatrix to go into his home and she just goes, pow. <laughs> that's not, you can't really do that because when you punch, you can't punch here. You know, you want to be very careful. You need to know the person. You can't just punch him blind in the face. Yeah,
5: that's, yeah. that's
4: risky. But I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would love that opportunity and no
2: uh, liability.
1: Cool. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems a little more like assault. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but well, the right person, it might not be.
4: It, <laughs> it is true. My hope is that I get assaulted assault the street.
0: You know. Oh, uh, I found the actor Paul Giamatti,
4: and that's it. Paul Giamatti is fantastic. Oh yeah, fantastic. he's a great
0: actor. But there you go. That's uh, an image from the opening scene. Um, <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's. I mean, there's others. Uh, I'm gonna show stro-
4: <laughs> Wendy, his wife. Uh, the character's name. She's super sexy. Ask around.
0: Okay. How about that, guys? Oh, Oh, jeez. That's
4: that's elaborate. That requires space.
0: Yeah. And
4: then the head
0: thing. That's an expensive piece of equipment right there. That's that's, uh, like a Bowflex. Very
4: expensive. I don't know who consulted for the show. Yeah. They had to hire people to
0: consult. Oh, absolutely. I've never even seen that in excitement video. (laughs) 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 Uh, what's off limits?
4: Uh, whatever I said is off limits, off limit. On my website, I listed very clearly, no sex, no drugs, no alcohol. Mm-hmm. And as usual, no children, no animal, nothing I'm not comfortable with. And people were trying to negotiate. And I go, no, mm.
0: that's it. Take it. I don't know what else people could come up with that they're trying to negotiate. That is just insane. Um, or, uh, not illegal.
3: If they, if they uh,
4: uh, inquire, you know, full service, I could refer them to other providers. Oh, so you're
0: looking for, okay, so they're looking for sexual uh, finish.
4: Me do.
1: Yeah,
0: okay, I gotcha.
4: Occasionally get an inquiry. Um, I don't know if serious or not, but some people say, can you cut my boss off? I'll sign waiver. Relief you of all uh, liability. Uh no. No thank you.
5: Yeah. Wow.
4: Fantasy I... is actually you embrace the type of fantasies and I, I learn as I go as well. I think it's a lifelong lifelong process of learning. Kinks.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because everybody's got something yeah. different.
4: Yeah. Both, both. No. <laughs> what about you, Bob?
0: Hell no. I'm
4: like,
0: <laughs> well, what method did he want? Like, like a garden shears, or was it something slow?
4: The ones I've been getting are gradual. You know, you can beat my balls to palm, to pulp, and then it's gone. I can't have kids, or you cut them off. I guess with something,
3: you know, you it up, and you just. Boop, 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 boop,
1: boop. Oh. <laughs>
3: um. I can't believe you actually your this.
1: Yeah. So it's like the boxing speed oh. bag, but with something else. Yeah, yeah that
4: really can't either.
1: Oh yeah. boy!
4: Everyone get one. Every dominatrix you ever interviewed in the future, in the past, have or will be getting one of those.
3: Far enough, hands down, I guarantee you.
0: Uh, that's that's Don't. <laughs>
3: yeah. But I swear, like
0: yeah, I just, I just can't. I, I hate yeah. look. Okay, I've seen, I've seen, uh, I've seen <laughs> the videos of yeah. um, clientele being kicked full board in the balls. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I hate just the accidental accidental bumping, okay? <laughs> I don't, and that's painful enough. Just getting out of the car and rolling over one or something. its like
1: <laughs> That's more than I need. Just nudging it the wrong way is enough <laughs> to double you over. I don't if understand. There, these guys get field goal kicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but to have it cut off, just plain as day, or to ask someone, that's insane. Oh, my God.
3: That'd be so messy to clean up too. That's just like really gross.
1: Yeah, that's the part to focus on. i
0: just
3: about like the mess and everything. Of course, for like the guy,
0: but you just put a know, pocket like underneath.
3: <laughs> what do I do with it,
4: either? I'm like, what do I do with the leftover balls? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, a very, a very fashionable pair of earrings. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 a lot. Of, you know,
1: Oh, I was thinking a little change
0: purse, too, with this.
3: Oh, oh my Hollow God. Hollow it out. The rest of ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> that. What about the testicles?
0: Yeah, I, oh, well, earrings. Yeah, I like Bob's idea. <laughs> mm.
5: <Okay.
1: laughs> How do you or, or you can start making like really weird exotic weapons. uh What was the thing that has the, the the balls on the end of it? No pun intended. That you spin in the lasso people's legs. Oh, the, the bolo! Yeah, the bolo! Yeah, <laughs> testicular bolo. There you go. <laughs> oh God. Uh.
4: Put the balls in the paintball guns.
5: Oh
1: Jesus! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I said you can put the balls in the
4: paintball gun. Was that bad?
0: Getting hunted down with a testicle shooter. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you have uh, female clientele? Do you have women come to see you for.
4: uh... I do. Fewer. Fewer female clients. And I do have couples that, you know, usually it's a female and a male. And we have a lot of fun playing um as usual i would say we need more female clients come what is stopping it
0: yeah judy come. sam what are you waiting for
3: i mean if i wasn't so intimidated i'd probably be really
0: into this. <laughs> <story>. <laughs> well hey you, period,
3: i said i want to get their balls
0: going uh, on <laughs> well she's <laughs> not a problem for you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
3: I would love more female clients.
4: I mean, my place is fully equipped for all kinds of exploration. I really think that women should all take a dominatrix to be more sexually assertive, sexually confident. Because often we're being told what men want, what is acceptable, how we should dress, how we should look, how we should should sound, right? But we, we do it because... We think it's what's required of us, but what about what we want? And I just want to go over the topic where, you know, when, you're, say, your partner's giving you head, and they, you know, it sometimes it takes a while for women to come, all right? It takes a while. And if the man's like, are you coming? Are you coming? Like, the last thing I want to do is call. <laughs> you like, I take a while. I need to relax. I need to get into the zone. So you got to take your time, but most men don't know how long it takes for us to come, right? And then they're like, "Oh!" So um, it's like, if, if you're getting Bob, if you're getting a blowjob, and then the woman's like, every other "Are you coming? Are you coming? Like, come now! Come now!" To <laughs> be like, oh, no!" <laughs> no,
1: <You're> just two minutes. <laughs> so I think
4: women, female, or people identified as female, it's just. Often very nervous about what really is what they want, Mm -hmm. what feels good, what makes you relax, what you're told that you should. A lot of times, you like really stimulate a clip really hard. Guys go like rubbing us over, like,
1: no, don't do that.
4: Doesn't work, you can't jackhammer
3: it, it doesn't work that way.
1: It's like they're pushing the button to make the elevator go faster. <laughs> <laughs> or,
4: or, when somebody approaches the elevator, you try to shut the
0: door. You're like. <laughs> 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 you should about more a female clientele. Is there something like, like that would have, like a like a seminar or something to attract a female clientele? I should say I think entices we,
2: the female.
4: we haven't done. But we will, and we've had plenty of inquiries. Uh, whenever Mistress Liddis does a seminar, she does the 101, How to Be a Dom, Femdom 101, and there are many female um, practitioners or uh, students. But to actually go to a dungeon and submit, you have to have a specific reason, because women, we, we approach this, why are we going? We're not going because we're horny. Some men may go because they're horny. Women are like, am I emotionally attached to this this subject? What would make what would make me go to another woman, another female's dungeon to potentially sexually submit to her? So I have to I really have to win over the population by a Peel to them the way that it's more emotional. To take over you. I'm here to guide you. Achieve some of the things that you haven't achieved. I want you to feel how it is to be in my boots. To my clients. Have that leather with your head get into clothing to feel the power. And it's not really about what you wear. It's about how you feel right here. So we have to work harder. Women are really hard to get up. Okay. I can never do
0: that. That, that would, that's, it, it's very empowering, it, it, you know, we but we've discussed this before too, it, it, you know, obviously it's a man geared co- culture with not only the world, but you know, sexuality and pornography, everything's geared towards men, but yet what women are, are, are they have to be slowly or if not massively understanding is they have the fucking power. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's... Uh, you know, <laughs> it, oh yeah, and that's and that getting that uh, that 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 like that seminar or training or, or just being able to sure, um, that's that's a big step in uh, in for women to realize you know and learn and the positivity that they're going to get from something like that you know the and I my my tongue's tied my brain's going way too fast and I can't think of the proper word I'm looking for, um. But yeah, I understand what you I understand the whole thing concept and that, that would be I think we should somehow if when they start that up, Bob, we we should somehow get Sam and Judy down there.
2: I would go. <laughs> I just don't want to cower in the corner. <laughs> if
4: if any for the purpose of just understanding what I'm working with. Yeah. What my identity when I step into that zone. Why am I there? I think it'll be educational. I really firmly believe every single woman should be able to take it course in college to be, um, if not physical, but theoretical dominatrix to, to really understand the psychology because this has been there for
3: years
4: and years and will remain in narrow industry but not always an industry um, I understand that often my clients male clients would say oh I told my girlfriend about it to dress like a of course corset can you do this and they get turned off because men are masculine enough in, in their mind that the men has to do the power drilling and women has to take it you know uh, to get them, you, what? you choose but you gotta open that portal for them and that's not there. their no portal I would say my latter latter ambition will be um, help a certain university craft out a course in um, in Dominatrix that incorporates the literature, the psychology, um, um, histories, and everything that's required and actual practice of it so that people can really study it for credit.
3: I feel like that course would thrive, especially in college, which is the mentality that a lot of um, college students have at that age. Definitely. Yes. It would thrive. It would be great. Yeah, I mean, of course, since I was in school, I definitely would take that. That's cool. Revealing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the
4: role of um, an educator, right? You get into an industry, you understand the gist of it, and then you educate the next generation the positive way. I feel like that's my role down the road. And I just want to have fun. <laughs>
0: How long? Uh, how long do you see yourself doing this? Um, I can't tell
4: you. Okay.
0: As
4: long as I feel it's fun,
3: it's not work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I that I completely understand. Yeah. Makes it makes all the sense in the world.
3: What What are some tips, or even like something you would give to somebody that was looking to become a dominatrix? So, what what's some advice would give?
4: I would say. Ask yourself why you want to be a dominatrix. Is it emotional? Is it financial? Um, to be a dominant, to be a, in my opinion, to be a safe doctor, it takes a process. You can't do it overnight. You really have to build yourself up. You want to make money. If your object is money, then you got to learn the business model. Still, you got to build yourself up. And then if you're emotionally wounded, because a lot of, uh, I, w- I would say, a lot of women, that they want to be empowered because they've been hurt. And it's a very common story. So you gotta ask yourself, Do you are you out to hurt other people or are you out to heal other people? I feel as though my role is as therapist. I'm a therapist. I work with my clients and we play in a very safe zone and I always communicate. There's no me abusing them really, as it appears on the surface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if you're saying, well, I don't see why I need to watch out, watch my clients' asses, then I would say you're out there. Yeah, think very carefully what you want to be a dominatrix. There's a lot of responsibility that you you take over. Safety, sanity, you know, you don't want to have liability. God forbid something happens, it would be terrible. You don't want to be the last person to see a human
6: being
0: in your dungeon. No, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's
6: like coming
0: back in the you don't, you don't want to accidentally cut someone's balls off.
3: Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I
4: think I've done it, but uh, I can't see myself doing it ever. So I would say, don't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. Um, <laughs> I still don't. Yeah, I'll, let's get away. What the. <laughs> What, what, are there any differences? What is the, you know, the laws? How are the laws in, first off, the United States? I mean, sec, first off, I had no idea there was such a big dom community in Philadelphia, okay, let alone in the United States. Now, of course, Europe, that's well documented. What, what can you tell us about the Philadelphia dom community or, or, or the differences even with the uh, United States and in, in, in Europe?
4: My knowledge of that is limited because I'm not familiar with the European. I've gotten in contact with some, but I have not physically visited any dungeon. I, I plan to. But my observation so far is that Europe is more second than the U.S. because federally um, sex work is not legal. Exactly. You know, federally. Per state, I think the only state that allows sex work is probably the state of uh, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia is a very conservative state, and I don't see sex work because it's a huge undertaking. You're not just saying, "Let's oh, legalize sex work." Then what? Then then sex workers need rights, they need platform, they need health care. They may even get unionized, and then it's just a huge undertaking. Coming from a religious background, it's it's very difficult. You also have to put in consideration about other people, you know. It's just it's a lot of work that I can't I can't even comprehend. But the in Europe you might be even licensed to be a dominatrix. So when you retire, you surrender that license. Yeah,
0: yeah, which that...
5: means
4: there 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 are entities out there that access the authority of such um, group. In Philadelphia, it doesn't exist. We have sort of um, formed our own, but there's not really a national board of dominatrixes, yeah. which will, which just means bureaucracy. So I don't think I want to get on that
0: board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah we know in some European countries, you, you get licensed and, and an ID as a, a sex worker um, right. in, in that regards. Um, that'll... <sighs> If that ever happened in the United States, I mean, it'd be genius, but it'd be about 500 years after we're all gone. Um,
1: exactly.
4: Yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Plus, we have so much on our plate. This is the last thing I think people will try to try to change of. But stylistically, um, I, I think I think the European access to sex equipment. Sex torque equipment is probably a little more, um, it's easier than the US because when you look at European dominators, easily they're wearing great leather, great uh, latexes, um, they have great equipment. In the US, you just have fewer suppliers. I'm not saying there are not. There are no quality suppliers, but there are fewer, fewer suppliers. Okay. So a lot of us would buy. Excellent. Germany. expensive as buying in the U.S. So I would say style-wise, I really like, I mean, in, constantly inspired by European domination. Okay. And tie the laws for the little, yeah, the little differences. Yeah. But I love to visit European dungeon.
0: Yeah. Um, I also think, in Europe they're a little more open in regards to not just dominatrix but sex in general you know over here you still have half a country oh don't talk about sex and you know that it's that's political bullshit and religious bullshit everybody because you nobody had sex to create you that didn't really happen you were immaculate um it's that's that's the problem with the United States we can't talk about that stuff and it that's so I think you
1: still a lot of repression and shame about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're, yeah, we're still embarrassed because we're naked and you know, we're all the same naked human bodies, which we discussed at the beginning of this, of our conversation tonight. Uh, but yet, you know, we've all had sex to create our sons, our daughters, our grand, our parents had sex and all that stuff. Uh, so, but we can't talk about it over here. Don't say it. It didn't, you know, but yeah, Europe's a, Europe's a lot more open than we are. Um, and that's sad too. That that we can't get over that. You know, I think the wrong group got kicked out of England. Oh. <laughs> Damn Quakers! Now you're also you're also doing uh, uh, modeling as well. So I mean, that goes back to your artwork. So um,
4: modeling for my own brand as a dominatrix is different than modeling for art. Okay. In the past, that, uh, art mod- figure modeling is um, a different genre. You you actually just pose yourself, either clothed or not, for a bunch of artists or whoever wants to draw you. But fashion modeling or dominatrix modeling falls into the fashion modeling category because you have to wear things, you gotta build your brand, you gotta show yourself. Yeah. That requires very little discipline. So you gotta keep my ears very big. Um,
0: I'm, I'm sorry, uh, sorry. It, we're having a fire truck, I think, just blew up somebody. <laughs> All
3: of them. I don't know, it's a lot going on. <laughs> okay. <yes.
0: laughs> Judy was late, so she's hanging out for the, her building on fire. Uh, <laughs> so I, I apologize. <laughs> I literally only heard fire truck. Uh, uh, um, okay, so yeah, you were saying about your your uh, the difference in your, your the art artful form of modeling and what you're currently doing because I know you have a calendar. Folks, go on her website; she has a calendar. Um, you can check that, purchase that from her. Um, but what do you do? You, like when you said artful form, are you? It was that like uh, like in class painting? You're standing nude or whatever, or model, or just standing there, and you had. 50 people around sketching in their style or how did that?
4: it's a fine art model you will i mean you set up for classes so you may be close or not they may be divorced of you from you know bust or the nude you may be standing up making a pose you may be laying down or reclining you may change every five minutes for 30 seconds it's a warm-up where you can do a 20-minute pose um that you repeat a good three hours worth of it. it it's exhausting. Fine art modeling is exhausting. Like it can give you permanent injuries, which I sustained from. Um, modeling, being a dominatrix, you just gotta wear something flashy, be in good shape, and look sexy. Wait. That I'm dominant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you had injuries yeah, with, with the casual hair flip. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, Sustaining an injury to hyperextension on my right hamstring by modeling a really difficult pose, but I was too young to say no And uh, when that whole class ended in two weeks, I I my right leg was just Hyper extended to the point it was beyond repair. Oh
3: my
4: god. I didn't know how to say no oh. Now I do
3: I was just
5: gonna say <laughs> now you're in charge <laughs> Oh wait.
3: But, but, uh, Pictures. Looking through your Instagram stuff, are those your clients that model with you in the pictures itself? Because I know most of them are masked, so not being. But are they just some of your clients? You don't. How do you go about getting them to? Yeah, when
4: I, I welcome all my clients to participate in my clips or uh, content. They can be maxed or not, but mostly, yeah, need to be maxed. And then I just, uh, I appreciate their participation. And I model a lot with my fellow mistresses, but uh, with the clients, yes. I welcome that. Please up in my clips. That's
3: cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I like how they're comfortable with that. And you give them the option no. to be maxed, but I like
0: that. That's really cool. <laughs> that is
3: really cool, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: It's also a good advertising to see. Hey, she gets along with her clientele as well.
3: Because yeah. obviously, they have to be enough with them
4: and stuff, so that's nice.
0: Yeah.
3: That's
4: right. It can be a process. Someone would always say,
2: "No, I'm not comfortable with." No problem. With uh, all the Fifty Shades of Gray stuff that's come out recently, and that's made everyone decide they want to do this yeah. or, or start their own lifestyle. <laughs> There's lots of competition and a lot of people that want to do it. What makes you higher or sets or your heels higher than anyone else's? What makes you unique? <laughs> and not fake. There's so many great um,
4: inspirations of my dominatrix. I love to have met already, but haven't had chance to. What makes me different is me being me. Often you get confused. The, being a dom in this industry is just like in any in other industry. You get inspired by other people. You get kind of lost by all the flashy stuff. Every day there's new things. But virtually we're just advertising our industry to opt- to client, potential clients. What makes you different? Never forget that. Never try to copy someone. Just be you. You can borrow things. That's what art is. You borrow. Mm-hmm. You borrow other people's things. But don't lose yourself. Don't be ashamed of who you are.
0: I'm going to move on to the uh, December 17th of 2020 was the International Day to End Violence Against Sex Workers. There was a a, a thing in Philly with a a march uh, and then an an after-dance party, and you were one of the keynote speakers.
4: Yes. Uh, Are you... Saying the, are you talking about the, the one specifically last year?
0: Yeah, in 2020. I well, I don't know how many, how long have they had this going on? Uh, because unfortunately, this was the first time I found out or heard about it. Uh, so please, if you know what, if whatever information you could give us about it, we'd love to hear it.
4: Um, I think this, I'm, mean, I how long it has been Philly, really, but at least five years worth, going back, um. This started in 2003. It was the first time they observed um, the day, and um, the 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 mission of this day was it started out as a vigil for the victims of the the Green River serial killer. I think it's in that's right. The Green River River serial killer in Seattle, Washington. Okay. Um, It was a Virgil, and it became a symbolic day um, of boys fighting against crimes and violence against sex workers, because it happens so often. Mm -hmm. It happens every day. Every minute somebody's hurt. Yeah, they're out, Yeah, nobody else, which is often the prime reason why the sex workers are chosen as targets, Mm -hmm. because no one will go look after, would look for them. And they found a body it's Jane Doe and they figure sex worker and just it's treated differently yeah so last year was my first participants in it it was a miserable day and oh. uh, mistress Liddis let the event she had the red umbrella we got into a scuffle with a couple of people out there because there's always hagglers out there they, they really don't get it um, I don't I'm not upset but I think it's ignorance on their part but it's because they're not in their in our shoes. Say so you had a sister, you had a daughter who was a sex worker and she was brutally murdered and the society's like, ah, she's just a sex worker. Well, How are you going to feel? So until they get into that point, to understand um, people can be incredibly ignorant.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, another reason why some type of legitimacy has to be brought in this country to sex workers. Okay, I mean, they, they, they are... Again, somebody's children, somebody's mother, somebody's father, you know, yep. the money that, uh, you know, they could be insurance, you know, this, that. The the taxes alone, of course, you know, they're taxing the shit out of marijuana. They're going to, if they would legalize sex work, well, they're going to tax the shit out of that, too. So, I mean, but, again, we're too Puritan. No, But that that's a good cause. I mean, yeah, it you don't want to see anybody killed and, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. It
4: just go directly to murder. Ignorance both. And often I get emails. I want you to do this to me. I go, I, I don't answer anymore to these things. One time I was telling, this is very early. I was telling a friend of mine, I said, I was getting these harassing messages and he goes, what do you expect? I was shocked. Oh, Does that a logic that means you know a porn star who makes adult films should get casually raped by people? I mean is that is that the logic and I asked him why would you say that he goes well why You put yourself out there. I don't I don't put myself out there. Um, I don't invite any violence. I don't invite any disrespect I I invite sincere inquiries. I, I invite respect.
0: Yeah That came from a friend
4: yeah. yeah. That's why I talked. <sighs> okay. That's how I brought up thinking. If you're you know, you're sexy, you know, we all been through this. You're walking in the street, some guy's like, Hey, mm-hmm. hey, person, you're sexy. If you can say nothing, They flip you off. Mm-hmm. You go what what did I do to you? I like, yeah. walk past, you think I'm sexy, you pay me a compliment. Great. I don't want to respond. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't owe you any mm-hmm. response.
3: Any exactly. rally. Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and uh, and ninety nine point nine percent of the women have had that happen to them. I, I almost guarantee. Um, yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's that's nuts. It's a fucked up world, but yet this is why we do this on the Happy Ending Pod Show, folks. Okay, this is part of the reason we love to interview uh, people involved in the, in this industry and in this and sex workers because and, and, we learn a lot, and we we're, we're Fortunate enough to have a voice and be listened to, and get other help, other voices get out there further. Uh, so, whether you like us or not, you listen to us to see what these two fucking buffoons are talking to today. Um, <laughs> well, we don't care. You're listening. Our words getting out. Lady Roo's word's getting out, uh, and that's what matters to us, um, dear. Um, we we before um, we want to. I want to. Does anybody have anything before? I go into a little fun with Lady Rook. No, they
3: the you know,
0: ask a question. Um, okay, go oh, ahead.
2: Bob,
1: you're here. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> did you just did you just assume my camera pro Sam? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think she met your
0: mic. Go ahead, Bob. Please. <laughs>
1: uh, Is there anything uh, professionally that you haven't done that you would like to do? Like, is there anything you've just been waiting for the perfect client to come along and ask for it? You've been, you can just go, oh, I've been thinking of that for years. Yes.
4: Several things. Namely, I'd love to be able to have the resource to stage public scenes. Oh, means I would love to, say, in a restaurant, buy a client with me and just do whatever the fuck I want and have everybody around me being either a, a, a actor or a dominatrix or a client or something, so it's all in the industry. Because We've always played indoors, and we play limited outdoors, but you can't imagine me going to Rittenhouse Square with a client on a leash. It doesn't happen that way. But I'd love to do something public-controlled
0: public. Here's a question. Okay, Rittenhouse... Can I wear a mask? I'll do it just for fun. <laughs> I will take you up. Okay, with Judy, Sam, you guys have to come with you. I mean, if, if uh, <laughs> how much hey, fun? How... Yo, how much fucking fun would that? Wait, what am I wearing though? I can't be like you know, <laughs> just a mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can't be just a mask. <laughs> I will. But just for shits and giggles, I might do this just for fun. <laughs> Mask, <laughs> <laughs> and then when we get there, you gotta cut the balls
3: off.
4: <laughs> Leather walk with me and several other mistresses in House Square. Mm-hmm. We wore, um, you know, very stole, community friendly wears but latexer stuff. And no one has ever had a negative reaction to it. People are like, love it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Going,
4: women like, yeah. I walked around and people. we had a photographer with us and I told everybody please don't engage in conversation just walk walk you walk get our photos taken overwhelmingly the reaction has been so positive oh that's cool not once have we been harassed so you put on a mask uh, put, put a speedo on I don't know what do you wear yeah I
0: would probably wear something like a leather shorts or something <laughs> leather
2: stuff
0: yeah knee pads cause it's cause gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Some- Padded gloves, something to protect my hand. <laughs> what are you looking up at the sky thinking?
1: <laughs> she's thinking about later. Yeah, she's bringing a
0: riding crop. Leather,
2: leather pants or
0: riding crop. Oh, wait, yeah. How about uh, assless chaps? <laughs> oh, goodness. That's
2: a good
0: one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, good question. Good <laughs> question. That's yeah. We, I, okay, I'll tell you what. If we, if I, I will be in touch if I decide I'm gonna, if my junk gets bigger and I think I'm gonna pull that off. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, Judy,
3: you're not the one of those air pumps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. I got, I got a big set of testicles. You wanna buy
4: in? Go to now Boutique on 3rd and South Street. They've been our biggest pillar in this in the community. Cali is the owner manager of the place. I just got a bunch of things from them. I take all my clients there. Um, I get a professional discount, which is really great. Yeah, he wants a bul- bulging little l- little more grand, and then it is now <laughs> get
3: one of those air-
5: Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, Judy. Appreciate that one. (laughs) Is Austin Powers the spokesman?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Okay, so, all right, well, it's my turn to have a little fun. Now, I I have five questions here that I didn't send you. They're nothing hard, nothing... uh, Uh, It's just for fun. Let's get to know Lady Ruge a little more about her. You know, maybe something her clientele. And it's all nothing. It's all simple stuff. Um, Now you're an art major. Was I? uh, My did I? Was you were okay? Um, As well as music in that aspect. Yeah. Okay. So my first question of these five, or or, well, actually four, because Bob's question was one of them. Um, What's What's your guilty pleasure song or music group? Something nobody would say. Oh my god, she listens to those. Well, or when you know,
4: any R and B from two thousand one era.
0: Any R and B from two thousand one. Two
4: thousand B is my guilty pleasure. I would be like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> who's from two thousand guys? I can't even think of anybody.
4: With, uh, Twiggy, there's uh, Kelly, um, no,
6: you know, um,
4: fuck, <laughs> I can't think of it. You know what I'm talking about, right? Luna was still a thing. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Becca, Brandy, she was really big. All the, all yeah. that, you know, it was, it was just nice. I still listen to um, Missy Elliott from that. There you I, go. I I don't know why. Maybe it was because I was younger because I was carefree. I appreciated more than today's she, music. She was yeah. different,
0: too. When she came out, she hit differently. She was coming from different angles, too. So her kind of music is stuff that will... You can listen to in another 30 years and it'll still be different.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Self-like. It's it ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's like opera. There's Mozart and there's... Um, you know, Boston stuff and you like, um,
0: <laughs> well you you had me at Mozart. I love Mozart that, he's my favorite uh, classical composer so oh uh, really? Oh yeah, yeah, I mean Beethoven and Bach' yeah they're, they're they're the ones you normally hear, but you get that Mozart. in fact, they just had new Mozart just discovered a new piece. And I laid in what
3: bed. I seen
0: that? I laid in bed and listened to it. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, that's Mo- it's Mozart." I'm like, as soon as I heard, it, I was like, "Yeah, amazing." It, it was in families to families. It was sold down and passed along, and then somebody gave it to the foundation, Mozart Foundation. I'm like, "That's incredible, incredible." So, but yeah, I I do I love Mozart. Um, what about? Uh, um, surprise movie, what would somebody say I can't believe that is your favorite or your go-to guilty pleasure movie?
5: True
6: Lies. I've
0: never
6: seen it. <laughs> you better watch it.
0: You never saw True Lies? Arnold Schwarzenegger? Jamie Lee Curtis? Nope. You know- James
4: Cameron directed it, right? Yeah.
0: Um, was oh, it James was Cameron? I,
3: I think so.
0: Tia Carrera? I think so. Yeah, it was a. That's a good movie. True.
3: Oh, so, sexy.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tia Carrere, because she was from Wayne's World too. <laughs> I
3: don't
0: know that. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's strip scene, one of the best of oh, any film. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
5: That's, that's, I don't like I
0: don't know. Uh, favorite quote could be anybody, an author, a friend. Do you have a favorite quote? Uh, my favorite,
3: favorite quote is C'est la vie. Ah,
0: uh, yeah. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. Okay, that's a good quote, uh, yeah. Sure. C'est la vie. It's a good song, too, from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my last one, since Bob already took one, if there was one thing about your industry you could change, what would it be? And I give Judy credit for this because she asked it last uh, interview. <laughs>
4: One thing I could change. I I wish the social media didn't crack down on sex workers so much. It's in yeah. there for us not to know when our account will be deleted, not based on the content, but based on the reaction of audiences. We can be deleted because somebody found our stuff offensive without us being offending.
0: Because you're not a, a celebrity with uh, five million fans or, yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, it's 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 uh, this. Unfortunately, and I know you. We discuss this and through our emails. We don't want to talk politics, but unfortunately, social media has become political. So that's part of the reason there too. It's it's uh yeah, it's the biggest biggest way for advertising.
4: It's for the companies such as Facebook. For the companies such as Facebook, it's also liability because they could get sued. I mean, they're getting sued every other day anyway. So I can see why they're cracking down, but the reality is, you know, so it's a little bit of a bait and switch. Yeah. They use sex workers to create that appeal. It's cool. It's sexy, right? Yeah. And then as soon as you establish yourself, they go, "What? Sorry, too much? Yes, security Yeah, the no. uh-huh.
0: yeah. Uh, it, it's all a money farce. It's 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 what it's become, and. Uh Unfortunately, it's, it's one of the best ways to advertise yourself or any business for that matter because everybody's on it. But um, social media too has to be looked at like the way of television or radio. If you don't want to watch it or if you don't want to listen to it, change the stat- channel, change the station, don't subscribe to that social media platform or that, that page on the social media. That's what it comes down to. Yep. But no, everybody has to be trolls and stick their nose in business that it doesn't belong. And and look what I did—I got her suspended. Fuck yous and you little basement dwelling assholes. Um, <laughs> Here we go. I'm done. That was my rant. <laughs> Uh, Lenny Rook, anything we could get out there for you? We could uh, promote, publicize. Any uh, where are you going? Your uh, people to find you, check you out, see if they'd be interested. Your website, your social medias. Hopefully, they're gonna look use them for the proper reasons. If you can
4: find me very simply um, if you just Google Philadelphia Dominatrix or Domina Philadelphia. I'm probably the one on top chart, along with others. You can find me on Twitter, Lady Rouge Love. You can find me on Instagram, Lady Ruge Love. Um, if you're interested, in you can write me a nice email, I will respond. Mm-hmm. I don't respond to, hey, da da da, he hi, or yo, Lady Rove, you know, or I want you to do this. I, I get very turned off when people say, I want. You ever think about why we say that? I want you to do this. But mm-hmm. like, what about? My, my needs. <laughs> what about I don't want this to me. Yeah. How about just hi, Lady Rouge. How are you? My name is. Write a nice letter with the head, the body, the ending. But everybody's writing. You can tell that they're used to textings Like yeah, no punctuation. And I go. No, put some thoughts in it. That's
0: how I got her attention. You know. That's, a, that's how I got nope. her attention. I wrote her a nice letter explaining who I was, and <laughs>
4: <laughs> you did. and I was.
0: Yes, she did. Yes,
3: absolutely, I, I would.
0: Yeah, uh, and and I'm glad I did because you're a fantastic young lady, and we learned a lot. And, and holy shit, right I in think our back. Older. Than- oh no, you're not older than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to? Do you want to play this game? <laughs> I think the only one here you're older than is Judy.
3: I'm gonna be 25 on Monday, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, are we having drinks?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Her birthday at 25. It's a great age. It's too early to decide what you want to do with life. Take your time, enjoy, be safe. I don't want to sound like a grandma, but you know, when you get older, you like try to give the wisdom to the younger generation.
3: Well, no, I appreciate that. I really do. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) I don't think she's older than Bob. I don't. I don't don't think think so. so. She's not older than Bob. No. No.
3: (laughs) Well, how about you guys just say your ages, and then she could just say, "Doesn't
0: Bob." Well, that's up to Sam. I mean, that's not a lady thing. I'm not asking her age. I just don't think. But Sam's birthday's on the 21st, Judy. That's right, Judy.
2: We're having drinks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely having drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what please do. It? do it. Drink it up. I Drink it away,
4: so. really. Yeah.
0: really yeah. Well, hold on. Okay. Uh, Sam is 19. Sam, uh, Lady Rouge, Sam is 19 years older than uh, Judy. I'm
2: old. I okay.
0: I'll well, just throw it out there. I'm
2: 43. I'm
0: 43. <laughs> but she doesn't look 43.
2: No, she really.
3: Oh, oh I not I couldn't nice. have
2: guessed.
3: Too nice. <laughs> no, I do too nice. Sam, no, not you being too nice. This is a true. Like, yeah. <laughs> I
0: sorry to I give it back. <laughs> <laughs> me, yeah, me. Combination
2: too. of alcohol and water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hasn't worked for Bob though. <laughs> have Something. a
2: ratio of alcohol to water <laughs> oh.
0: um,
2: but anyways I had one He's, other question oh, I just wanted <laughs> to say to Lady, Lady Rouge um, at the end of the day what makes you walk higher in your shoes and pop your collar what makes you feel more confident at the end Like even if it's a session or everyday life what makes you feel good about yourself
4: It's cleaning up making sure everything is put away <laughs> and I know I'm all up
2: for a fresh start tomorrow
0: makes me feel good. Thank you. I just had to ask. That's fine. Yeah, that's a good call. I wouldn't have thought of that. It was a unexpe- no, me either. Yeah, Unexpected answer. I didn't cleaning up, I've been like, oh, I'll save it for tomorrow. It's not so big tub, <laughs>
1: it, it'll still be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, sorry. That's they If they're locked up, what? Ha- <laughs>
2: yeah
4: they're not going anywhere yeah in that case we have a a puppy cam
0: so I can see the client it's that one teddy bear with that weird eye (laughs) (laughs) but I've I've had a plush I mean a lot of information I can't wait to go back and fix myself and uh, but but to re-listen to everything as well um I'll get I'll get the goddamn intro right one of these years, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: or just we we'll just settle for her name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, one well, one quick uh, thing, Lady Rouge, if you don't mind, my mother just got here from North Carolina. I'd love to introduce her to you, if if you don't mind.
3: Not at all.
0: My hundred and four year old mother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: She's going <laughs> to get, I'm going to get spanked very shortly by my mom. is <laughs> where it all started from. <laughs> Can you slide in or? Oh, she, you're going to get up. Okay. Come here. We want to, I would like to introduce you. Have a seat. Yeah. Do you need a, do you need a cane there, lady?
1: No.
0: <laughs> this is uh lady Rouge. This is my mother, Sharon.
1: Hi. Oh, mom. This
0: was our interview tonight. Lady Rouge is a dominatrix in Philadelphia. Oh. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> this is Judy, by the way. Judy, Hi, uh, Judy, Judy co-host with Hi. us on it off. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I she all would. The time you it I'm sorry. I had
4: so much fun, and your son asked many, many intelligent questions, I finally learned my name.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I call her Lady Rogue, Lady Rogue. I'm like, fuck is wrong?
1: <laughs> you said no, that's wrong? A man. lot, like, a lot. Thanks. Okay, yeah.
6: can I ask you a question? <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Okay, the BDSM books that are published. Yeah. You know the fictional BDSM books. Are they? How? If you have read any of them. How
0: true are
3: they to, you know, to fact? Are you talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, things like that? I'm sorry?
0: Are you you talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, stuff like that?
4: Yeah, but...
0: Yes, something like that.
4: I would say there's a good amount of truth in it because those books describe lifestyle BDSM. It's a bit different than professional BDSM. And for Lifestyle, BDSM, it's, it's highly emotional. Uh, I haven't read The 50 Shades of Grey, but oh, if I did, you. I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, you ever watch an FBI show and the FBI, you know, you can imagine, like, they're just huffer-puffering the whole time. It's just, That's not how it's not
6: Well, Fifty Shades isn't the only one I read. I read a lot. Oh, no, sorry, I brought you on.
4: (laughs) That um, a lot of us have commented on, but it, it does portray BDSM in a very positive way. It's interesting. If you're interested in watching that, that's interesting. And there's one show on YouTube called The Mercy Mistress. That's about an Asian mistress doing her thing in New York City, navigating her way, written by uh, Ying in uh, New York City. That's, New York has a very uh, strong BDSM community, so these are would be more to the truth. I don't think so much, maybe. But Mercy, Mercy Mistress is very... Um, I watched it, and I'm like, yep, that's how it is.
6: <laughs> I read you know, multiple books, and I keep thinking, are they portraying these people... Honestly, or are they giving them a very negative slant? You know, I don't judge. Whatever's your stick is your stick. I don't you know, whatever you want to do, that's that's you. You know, I do not go for drugs, that kind of stuff. As long as someone's being fair about it. I think we need to get your mother in my dungeon. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Have the potential. <laughs> we <have> the potential. <laughs> She's going with, us with this you so, are we, so we're sending my mom, Bring Sam, and Judy. Oh
5: That's, God. What
0: God. Fun. That's what I need. My mom with me on all fours, a leash and a mask. Pony! <laughs> 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 Pony! Po- yeah, I, I know! Thank you, Mom! <laughs> oh God, I'm glad I got to work tonight. Sleeping's going to suck. <laughs>
1: Boy, you're probably regretting this right about oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm about to just abandon the episode. <laughs> oh, <goodness>. oh, Christ. <laughs> wow.
6: So, how long have you been into this? Uh, roughly three and a half years. Really? professional.
0: Hey, listen to the episode when it's ready up. Okay?
1: She's <laughs> <laughs> starting her own interview over.
6: <laughs> Maybe I'll start my own podcast. Should have had her come down here
0: for it, her too. Should. Yeah, you should
6: have definitely
0: had her on. Yeah, yeah thanks, Judy. Um, I quit. <laughs> this is the last one. We're done. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I, Good night, everybody. Yeah, you know what I just realized, uh, Lady Rouge, in every email I send you, I misspelled your name. I was spelling it L-R-O-G-U-E.
1: Oh, oh my God. You should have. And you still talk to us? <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> oh, God. Judy, are you <laughs> into, are into the white too? <laughs> uh, how long would it take
4: you and
0: then it never happened, so I didn't give up. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you, you could have just chewed me out and said, look, I, I'd be more than happy to be on your podcast, but get my name right, you fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 um, Jury, my mom asked if you're in the lifestyle. Um, my mom does not know, obviously, that you prefer women, but that yes. you know, she, we're not holding that against uh, my mom. No, but I don't. I'll I'll let Judy discuss what lifestyle she's into with you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
3: Oh, well, I'm not this lifestyle, although Lady Rouge here made it kind of appealing. You definitely... (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. I mean, it's... We definitely... We're going to go. We're going to check it out. I mean, maybe if Grant gets in, it'll probably spark my interest a little bit more. Oh, thanks! That backfired
0: on you so hard. Oh, it's done. I'm screwed here, yeah. Uh, I shock it, you. No, you didn't shock me. No, um, I might go down there to. Never mind.
1: <laughs>
0: you see the video. <laughs> yes. you'll, you'll
1: get the Facebook invite. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 and the
3: whole thing. We can go on live while it's happening. Oh,
1: God.
0: We'll <laughs> <laughs> hang <laughs> a GoPro off my neck. would be great.
1: It's going to be like looking up at you. <laughs> 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 oh, you guys are a you're, you're riot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you started yeah, I know, I know.
1: Like a moron. <laughs> Thank you. All right, but Bob's got to do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I never said anything. You 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 jumped dead first without looking.
0: I'll definitely do it if Bob does it. No. <laughs> no, I don't want to
1: see that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, and everybody else in the greater Philadelphia area. Or
0: <laughs> <We're> Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, do you have any other questions for Lady Rouge before we let her go? Uh, enjoy her night. What made you get into that life <laughs> sure. I just, Yeah, I, well, I, yeah, like, okay, so this is a whole list of stuff, like, how do you become a dumb? Or oh, you, all right. Yeah, so we've discussed all that, uh, so you'll have to listen to the episode, right. dear. It's all right. <laughs> you just
5: led
2: your mother on to believe that this is the beginning. Well, the
0: beginning was an hour and a half ago. Well, why didn't you call me
2: down
1: then? I way?
0: should have. I didn't think of it.
1: <laughs> Could you... <laughs> Could you imagine an hour-and-a-half interview like this? I (laughs) know.
6: 1977 Sicily. Do you resent the lifestyle being the way it's uh, portrayed in books? Does it bother you? No.
4: It It doesn't bother me because... It it adds a layer of a mystery on top of it, and it keeps, in a way, it keeps our industry very secretive. And it's it's um, it's it's got that delicious taste because mm-hmm. it's so secretive. It's so ambiguous. Well, you don't really see that on your brother. Like, go
0: ahead. Now we discussed earlier about you know you wanting more women to come in. But I would say, aren't mostly women reading the books as opposed to men? Or is there a good amount of men that read these books as well? I'm
6: Probably more female. Audience. Yeah, I would say more female reads. More female
0: reads. Okay. So more, yeah. See, that's always how it is anyway. More, Judy's gone. Okay, but
4: when they're reading the book, they're thinking that they're.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. More female. I think
4: women fantasize being tied up and. Like men read it, they, they're just going for the, the sex element.
0: Well, that's what I was... Uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, more women read are re, into the reading and, and putting themselves in that position. More men are into the visual of watching video or whatever their form more, is.
6: More men might not be willing to admit that they're reading them. That's true, too. Yeah. You know, their wives might have the books and they what? might be sneaking the book reading it once Mrs. Jones is asleep and so Mr. Jones is reading so it so you're
0: saying dad's read a few
6: uh, <laughs> yes actually he might well,
0: have okay.
6: actually I've read portions too well yeah he's getting old <laughs> yes he's
0: getting
6: old. he goes what <laughs> no I, I think more women do read it um, I think it satisfies their sexual fantasies more than men read it. But I do think more men read it than admit they read it.
0: Okay. I think women read it to, sexually, to, to satisfy their sexual fantasies because most men can't. Yeah. Exactly.
6: Well, I, I think it's a, por- a problem on both sides. hmm I mean... Well, we
0: also we already discussed tonight about how everything's wound so tightly in this country. How Europe's more free and liberal with mm-hmm. the sex... But again, uh, we're, even uh, in relationships, we're tight-lived. We can't discuss sex and what we want to do and how we, you want it or what do you want or how... To, you know, that just doesn't... It's just something in this country. The Quaker Puritans, you know, for four fucking 500 five hundred years, whatever the hell they've mm-hmm. been here, fuck this shit up.
6: Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> no pun intended.
6: No, I know. Um... <laughs> Okay. my husband and I
1: will be married 50 years. Oh my god. And now you're giving
0: I'm a voice.
6: No. <laughs> marriage? Um, I'm sorry?
4: Is it like a silver gold diamond 50 years? is uh, I Lucky. I don't know
0: what it is. <laughs> it's lucky. It's like that lost dog. Is it gold? <laughs> I think it's gold. I think
6: it's gold. 75 diamond. We'll never so make it. No. Oh, okay. Uh, but... In the early years of our marriage, it was difficult, and I'm going to be blunt: it was difficult to accept anything but missionary.
0: Stop pounding on the table, thank you.
6: It was, you know, difficult to accept anything but missionary because the good Christian background. Do
5: I want to hear any more <laughs> of this? <Yeah.
6: laughs> you, know, the good you know what? And, and it doesn't
0: I walked yes. in on him. On she was on top. It's okay.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: yes. Uh. We well, we won't go there. <laughs> know, the missionary
4: is one of the positions. Well, yeah. Never underestimated. But that you yeah, know that was like the um, position way back when, fifty years that's ago. That's nice because you got to take more.
0: You got to give her a chance right. to, to right. talk because. It will cut her off, and she can't hear you, and you can't. Okay, okay. Right. It's, I'm just, I'm just educating Thank you. you. You're welcome.
4: But if you were to do it today, let's say right after the interview, would
6: you try writing it? Being on top, definitely.
0: I'm just looking at your knees. I don't know how well they're going to hold out. <laughs> <laughs>
6: my favorite position was in a chair.
0: Okay, good for you. <laughs> what you want me
1: to do about it?
6: Yeah,
1: there's special equipment for
4: that. You know, yes, there are um, Wait, what? it like a sofa chair or you
6: sit on the chair and you're um, on the chair? It would be like a dining
0: room chair. I do it! I fucking do
1: it! Like a dining room chair. <laughs> you better check your seats when you come down to the morning green.
0: <laughs> what was that, Judy? I said your favorite
3: chair in the dining
0: room. Your <laughs> uh, my dining room chair has the arms. <laughs> well, that's for him to hold on to. Oh, okay, good. Right, Shad, you have to leave. This conversation is. Near.
4: Never stop exploring your sexuality, what makes
6: you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, and Growing up when we did It was Kind of a taboo to do that
2: But you know, the, today's age
4: also a lot of taboos I've met clients who want to um, They want to perform oral sex On other male, And they would tell me Oh, I'm not gay I just like to suck a dick and go okay. okay. Sucking a dick doesn't make you gay either. It's a sensational play. Uh, um, I also been told that if your dick is being sucked, is not gay. You go. What does a happy thing to do? Is that dick?
0: So it not okay. You're not gay if you want to suck a dick. I'm confused. Or you're
4: what? gay if your dick is being sucked. I'm always confused about that because I don't know what.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean. Because there's bisexuality and there's just gay. You're either, which is you're, you're straight into men, or you're straight into women, or then there's the in between where you'll have no problem with either.
4: But the need to have to explain that to me seems redundant.
0: Gotcha. So you're saying it should just no matter what, it should just all be sexual.
4: Yeah. Okay, I mean, gotcha. Gotcha. Play,
0: now I know you where you were a, going with it. Okay.
4: Ass, I would say, gay or not gay, this is an impact sensation plate, right? Mm-hmm. We all want to dig in our ass or something in our ass. When you want a little more sensation, there's nothing. You don't have to explain to me about it. Just say, hey, I want something in my ass. I want a little more sensation. And we just...
0: Okay. I understand now. I know where. Okay. I see. I had to take the long route to get there. <laughs> 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 Is it hard?
5: <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> no. Um, now that's one thing I am comfortable. I I don't want to. Never mind. Anyway, Mom, thank you for joining us for this. <laughs> no, no, don't get out. No, yeah, no, no. Well, I mean, um, I'm going to have to leave in like 20 minutes. Uh. <laughs> it
6: was nice meeting you lovely ladies. Well,
4: thank you for having me. Nice meeting
0: you as well. Thank you for having me. I had a great
4: time. Oh, okay. Great discussions as
1: well.
0: Yeah, I think it was a lot of fun. We learned a lot. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Lady Rouge, I got her name right for the last 28 minutes of the episode.
1: Yeah. Barely, barely, barely never. <laughs> so proud.
0: I will correct it, and I will fix it. My, I will take care of it. It will be right. It'll just sound out of place, but it'll be fixed. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: The Zone.
0: It's like yeah. <laughs> Lady Rouge, I'll, I'll email you. We'll get uh, stuff squared to where, and um, um, yeah, uh, we you may see us this summer. We may somehow, yeah.
3: I love to.
0: All right, and we I think we'd love to get the girls down there for sure for the the, um, the seminar, or whatever you guys are planning, and and hopefully COVID does disappear completely, and we can do that, and we'll get mom up here too oh. for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please.
6: Yes, mom. Please. <laughs> you got to come up from
0: North Carolina. Oh well, they'll they'll appreciate it when you go back there. All right. Bernini- <laughs> Banjo? Never mind. Well,
3: I think one important thing that we get from this episode is that sex workers are people too. That's important to remember.
0: Absolutely, like right for it. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, there's the quote for the whole episode. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> good call, Judy. Lady Rouge. Thank you very much for being here. We loved it. A lot of fun. Take care. Have thank a good you. night, dear. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye>. Mm-hmm. <laughs>